Welcome, jurors, to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we will venture into the unspoken dangers of a resurgence of manufacturing in America. We were already lucky enough to unload that dead weight a long time ago. Why would we want it back now? Well, I mean, we've seen this pandemic, or whatever you want to call it, and it just highlighted something that we, we all knew, and it's just a case that a country as a whole needs to be self-sufficient to an extent, at least as far as the necessities are concerned. Uh, I don't think we need to bring everything back, but we absolutely need to increase manufacturing in this country. If you think about it, we're manufacturing defense weapons and everything here still, so we are still manufacturing, and we are manufacturing cars and stuff as well. So in this case, we do need to have a conversation as to what are the necessities and should we be outsourcing that to overseas to get done? So we're, we're already enjoying the benefits of not having been manufacturing for the past 30 years or so. And you can see the, the clear dichotomy between our country and one of the major manufacturers in the world, which is China. And why would you want to put us in that position? So China right now has huge issues with pollution and lack of resources and all sorts of things that, that are the result of, of heavy industrial manufacturing. And we've, the, the wor world as a whole has just basically decided that, yes, that will be the toilet where we put all of our, our pollution and waste and everything, and that's where we get all our manufacturing done, and the rest of the world can enjoy a, a healthy living environment and, and you know, unpolluted oceans and things like that. So why would you want to take it from there and put it in America so that we can enjoy all the same poor air quality levels and water quality that, that China enjoys? Well, I mean, that's you're just thinking of a one-to-one -one transition and bringing it back as is, but... That's, that's disingenuous at best. I mean, we can do less pollution. There are many ways, and research, we're, we're doing a lot more now than we were in the past. I mean, to think that manufacturing has to come back in its exact same form, when we now have solar and alternative power supplies. I mean, we, we should be able to improve it, or at least research it, and that's the beauty of it. It starts with us saying, Yes, we need to bring manufacturing back. And then whether that continues into how are we going to do that is a different conversation altogether. But the idea is we should, because ultimately we do need that skilled labor. I mean, if you think of the entire manufacturing process too, it's we're taking our engineers, we're taking our intellectual property, we're putting that in another country, and I'm glad you used China as an example, which when they, when they just release their whole into the future look, where technically they're saying anything manufactured in their country now, they want ownership of the technology itself. They're trying for that as well. Yeah, so you just say no. So now, and most of these companies are saying yes, and they're not pulling up because they're going, well, we already built the factory over here. We're talking about our Apples and our Googles. So, of course, they're handing over the blueprints and, and their secrets. Well, they could hand over fake blueprints. 
You know, it, it doesn't matter. If, if you don't agree with the deal, you say no to the deal. Exactly. And that's my point is that, you know what? Now that we're seeing these directions, how do you say no to the deal? You bring manufacturing back. So at the end of the day, they don't have to take that deal anymore. No, you say no. They renegotiate, and then you can still make it over there. And you know what's a good renegotiating tactic? You know what? I'll just take my manufacturing plant back home then. Great manufacturing. And that's why I say it's Okay, it's but good. now you're bringing the pollution back here. And then the, the whole designing and engineering or whatever, we still have that. That's that's what I'm saying we should keep because that is a, a non-polluting form of industry. But the actual manufacturing process, it pollutes heavily, and we don't want that here. Eh? Look... Every animal does it, right? Every animal, if you put them in a certain area, they'll poop in the corner. You know, they keep it out of the way so that the rest can be cleaned. It's it's just the, the logical method of, of organizing uh, trash versus living space. So for humanity, we used to do that as well. When, when you can only see as far as the horizon, you, you have to plan accordingly for your own little community or, or country or whatever you have access to. But over time, we've made the, the world a, a much smaller place by exploring and and uh, putting the, the framework for communications and things like that. So now we have access to the entire planet and as a species we've determined that that region of the world is going to be for the, the pollutants that we need in order to make the products that, that we require. Yeah, and still I think that the whole pollution argument completely ignores the fact that we've had many green green advances whether it's renewable sources they energy don't work for, for crying out loud i Listen, mean re renewables are a joke it's in their infancy they, they don't exactly, have the ability in their infancy and that's exactly what i mean how do you bring that up and improve upon it we we'll start having that conversation and bringing it back there's no reason well you're saying have we a conversation Nobody wants to have a conversation. Well, you know what We're arguing want? whether or not they're going to bring back manufacturing Whether they should. Here. They absolutely should. They should not. They absolutely should. Yeah. And not only should they bring it back, I mean, it brings jobs it, and gives new opportunity. Sure. Based on your for new pollutions. Based on your statement, we'll bring a car over here. A car pollutes anyways. Who cares? Are we going to stop driving cars because, ooh, cars pollute? No, we're not. The risk... Well, right now, yeah, we're not driving any cars. The risk is there and we take it anyways because of the rewards of it. At the end of the day, we want the technology. We want to know that when there's an issue, like a disease or anything, and we need masks, we're not dependent on some other country that may shut their borders down. We're not dependent on them. That's just the convenient place to get them. We already had millions of masks here in storage and, and already being shipped to, to us and stuff like that. And there's also other countries in that you know, Asia-Pacific region that, that had the ability to manufacture masks and send them over. You have India, you have uh, the Philippines and everything. But, you know, to, to say that, that just because in, in some sort of crazy global calamity that, that, you know, we should have our own stuff here and polluting everything, because you can't just build the factories here and have them dormant until you, you need something, right? In order to make it viable to pay your property taxes Absolutely. and to pay the employees, you have to be running the business constantly. Then run the business. Well, but you're also running the pollutants into the rivers. Well, you're also running the, the particles into the air. The particles are going into the air anyways. And then you're preventing people from furthering their education and becoming the, the engineers and the designers and the scientists and the artists 
that, that they would otherwise be if there were no manufacturing jobs. Well, you know what? There are going to be manufacturing jobs here. So they get to be the engineers and the artists and they get to work on ways to make it more green here. Listen, if they want to spend the next 30 years trying to figure out a way to make it green, by all means, because, exactly. that, doesn't, because that doesn't involve manufacturing anything here. But for the next 30 years, I don't want those those products that we don't even really care about being manufactured here when we could have the pol the pollutants somewhere else. Here's the thing. I want every product we care about manufactured here. I want the shirt that, that you're wearing manufactured here. I want the shoes that you're wearing manufactured here. That watch you have on looks real nice. I want that manufactured here. Awesome. The glasses so, I'm wearing, everything so you manufactured pay, here. So you want to pay $500 for a shirt and... $600 for shoes and $12,000 for the watch. And you know what? If my kid gets a job at the plant and the money still trickles around, absolutely, I'm fine with it. I'm it fine with it. It doesn't work that way. Uh, absolutely. It, as of right now, we, we keep jumping on that bandwagon that, oh, yeah, because it's over there, it's cheaper. Let's do robotics then. We don't even need a body in there. Look, we're in 2020 now. And Let's who's going to manufacture the robotics in a green way? We Cause, are. Because you know it takes heavy manufacturing to process the metals that they're made out of Absolutely. or the plastics that they're made Absolutely. out of. Absolutely. So at that point, we can go ahead and have China manufacture the robots if you want, and then we have the factories over here. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then our engineers here train on how to repair said robots. Or program it to do something. That's what I mean. It's that you know what so we you just, just So you just want to use China and then dump them later on when it's no longer convenient we're, like like a you know a boyfriend or a girlfriend like we're currently doing right now yes no absolutely. we're not dumping them see the thing is is that we appreciate china what you're hearing in the news is just politics it's grandstanding it has no yes, basis in reality absolutely. clearly we still have a functioning relationship with them and we appreciate what they we do we have a global relationship yeah, they, with a lot they appreciate our our consumerism and our mm -hmm. cash and our purchases and mm -hmm. things like that and they appreciate, and, and we appreciate the, the products that, that they manufacture, and the fact that they take the environmental hit for oh, us. Yeah. So, why why would you stop that? Why would you dump them as soon as it becomes you know convenient that we already have some robots here? What if the robots stop working after a certain amount of time? We still need more. And that's the beauty of it, right? Again, your statement doesn't disprove the desire or need to have it here. I think having it here and in China works. Okay. Why don't you just have stockpiles of the products here that, that you need for these emergencies? Why do you need to have an entire facility running every day of the year? You know what? Call it the free market. Why don't I want to have it? It's competition's good. Maybe we'll keep China on their game. Well, you saw if, what happened, right? The free market determined it's all better off in China. And now we're considering an idea that maybe we should bring some here. And maybe we should put some in Mexico. And maybe we should put some elsewhere. Consid this is, consider this, all you want. This is but, free market. But here are the dangers of doing so. You're going to increase prices. You're going to reduce productivity. You're not going to have as many of the item of the products that you're making as you had previously. And you're going to probably, let's say, increase the pollution by 20,000%. Hey, you know what? There's no guarantee we're increasing pollution 20,000%. If we produce over here as opposed to there, or we split production down the middle, I mean, it's not like China has their own air in the earth and there's no other air and Actually, the air is isolated. That is, it goes no, everywhere. That, no, that's not true at all. That's exactly how it works. They do have their own air. It's all 
physically connected, but there's a certain distance that pollutants can travel in the air before they settle on the ground. And again. then once the CO2 and everything and the world's getting hotter, it becomes a global issue, which is why everyone's now talking about global warming. Because even though the pollutants settle down, the damage is on a global scale anyways. So generally, who cares on that front? So if we're going to fix pollution, number one, we've got to fix it everywhere. Global warming is not what people are, are claiming it is. That's propaganda. The Earth goes through cycles and changes and, and temperatures and things like that naturally. It's, it's going to happen no matter what we do. Number two, even if you believe that we're having some sort of an effect on it through greenhouse gases and, and, and what else, it, it's still done globally. It's not meaning mm -hmm. not that it's it's mm -hmm. a global effect, meaning that it's it's the effect is caused by a global action. So whatever China does is not going to have a global effect on the climate. It would be the globe using products that affect the atmosphere. China's on a manufacturing scale. plants do I think it was sixty 60% of the CO2 emissions. So no, it does have a and global it, scale when one country does 60% of the damage. And it affects yes. them the most. It affects the earth. It heats up everywhere. What it do you mean? It doesn't heat up everywhere. Oh number one, God. it doesn't even work like that. And number two, even if it did, it's going to be mostly centered in that area. No, once the earth gets hotter, everyone suffers. That said... So when, I, so when I turn on here. my toaster oven, the whole neighborhood suffers? No, that's not how it works. When you're talking about damage to the environment, it is how it works. No. Yes, 12 nukes landing in one area may still have a devastating effect at a significant Clearly, portion. that's not how it works because China has a much higher level of pollution than anywhere else. Yes, and then it slowly seeps out. It does not slowly if seep out. If I drop 50 nukes in the Antarctic right now, it's going to affect everywhere else. It's not just you hit one place, everywhere else gets an effect from okay. the damage that Fine. you've done. Let's analyze this scenario, okay? Yes. What type of nukes did you drop? Whichever type. Pick one. Drop. Let's drop 50 atomic bombs. With what? Like a uranium or plutonium core or, or, or what? Anyone. Plutonium. Uh, we're just going to melt the ice caps overall and the water damage is what's going to increase from okay. there. Yes. Yeah, so whichever one. Okay, fine. So, so you do that. The radiation is going to be fairly localized in that area. It's yeah. not going to affect everybody else. Number two, the increase in the, the water volume is going to be temporary. You're going to get... Uh, a little bit of coastal erosion, just because you know it's it's you're, you're just raising the water level. That's it. So now I can fish from my backyard instead of having to drive half a block to, to, to the ocean or whatever. Okay. Okay. So what? That's gonna last maybe a month or so before it all just resolidifies and freezes again because you didn't permanently affect the temperatures over there. You just added some heat energy. And then as soon as the plutonium ran out and the explosions were over, everything starts cooling off, and it just takes some time for the ice to, to re-solidify. Oh. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm not saying it's only going to be an hour is just because we're talking about a lot of water and ice. So it takes some time. So maybe and a month. 50 plutonium bombs. And uh, 
dust that gets put in the atmosphere over it and everything. It already settled because you did it in the middle of the Antarctic, so it didn't have time to travel to anywhere else. So I feel sorry for, for you know, any ice fishermen that were down there at the time or, or scientists that were studying ice core samples. But other than that, you know, I'm fine. I, I enjoyed that one month of not having to drive yeah. to the dock to go fishing. I think we'd have a much larger, from 50, I think we'd have a much larger impact. I think it might have been global. I think the radiation traveling in the air, in the atmosphere, in the water, and everything that we've put it, I think we'd I see trouble. I don't think you understand but, how radiation works. But even to that effect. What type of radiation so wait, if we drop have 50 emitted, emitted if, from the bombs? If we drop 50, I'm saying the dust from 50 going up into the atmosphere, you're saying within one month everything what, will be done. What dust are you talking about? What's you under you the realize ice? that the, you're talking about 50 uh, atomic bombs with, with plutonium cores, right? You have maybe 50 to 100 pounds worth of material that can be vaporized into dust. The, the reason it was more of a problem when you bombed Hiroshima or if you know something happens in the middle of the US, yeah. you get more dust, is because you're actually kicking, you're, you're radiating a lot of material and kicking up all that dust into the air. Yeah. In the middle of the Antarctic, you, you don't have that. You have mostly water or ice, and that's it. And, and there's nothing else to irradiate and vaporize and send off into the atmosphere. And number two, what radiation do you think that these things are emitting anyways? Yeah, as in, in terms of the radiation, we're talking about the dust going in the air. I don't care There's about no the dust. radiation And number itself. two, what You're radiation... You're saying there is no... What radiation listen, did it emit? Listen, the same one... Let's go from Stop the trying same... Stop trying to avoid the Chernobyl, The same thing that was killing them and going all across... So you're getting mostly alpha radiation, the larger particles, Okay. Right? You're also going to get... Uh, gamma and, and and a little bit of beta, you know, in in the explosion, mm -hmm. you know, you're gonna have that EMP pulse effect, which is gonna have no effect at all in the middle of the Antarctic. So the alpha ones, those are are the larger radiation particles, and those are the ones that that can travel the shortest distance because they bump into things faster. So yes, it's super dangerous when you are exposed to it because that has the highest likelihood of hitting the the cells of your body and doing damage. But other than that, it's it's not going to do anything at the distances that, that you've you've specified. So I don't see the issue with that. The same as what's going on with China. The the stuff that they're doing to their environment is not going to have an effect in our environment here across the ocean. Absolutely, it will. No, absolutely, it will. And any pollution, everything, it's going to affect a global scale. And that still doesn't negate the fact that we do need to manufacture here. Be which we're trying to do a loop around, but ultimately it doesn't hurt to manufacture in this country. I just told you how it hurts. It hurts uh, environmentally, it hurts financially, you know, and then you're, you're also ruining a relationship that we have with a very good trade. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. At the end of the day, You mean it's those simple. three things don't matter? Yeah, at the end of the day, it's simple. Then find a way to manufacture without polluting, or if you can't, put it in Michigan or somewhere where we already have manufacturing you, you, you plants. Gotta, you gotta love those arguments where somebody just says, find a way. It's or, like, no. as I said, or tell me the put way. it in a location, put the same plants, fire up the plants that we already have. We that have. we've shut down. Yes, as I said, Michigan and all these places, fire them back up then. It doesn't work that way. Or, at <laughs> the end of the day, what I'm saying is, repair them. And then, 
fire them up, and guess what? We're Repair now polluting. Them with the things that, the tools and, 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 and supplies that we got from China? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And that's the problem. And then allow it from there, once we have them running here, then we can worry about, okay, now we need to lower pollution or all of that. Start producing here. No. That's the idea. Start producing we here. Bring jobs back here. Bring bring manufacturing back here. No, Absolutely. We, we need to maintain this trading relationship with China because sure. we're enjoying the environmental benefits as well as the financial and societal benefits. So, for example, by, by separating heavy manufacturing, industrial scale, polluting, that sort of a thing, and keeping it away from us, we can focus more on designing, engineering. We can even work on those green manufacturing methods that you're talking about, but at a distance. If we're all irradiated, if we're all suffering from toxic syndrome of whatever they put in the water or, or mercury poisoning or things like that, we're not going to have the ability to focus our time and, and mental ability on those endeavors. Yes, it will. Just no. like Tesla has their Tesla manufacturing plant here, works fine. Just like all of our defense factories still work here, works fine. We already have plants here. It's saying add more plants. But it's they simple. also built plants in China. What we had here from Tesla was just the testing grounds. That's that's where they built their, their prototypes and everything. And then their initial runs were done through that factory. But clearly it's it's not able to have the, the proper amount of capacity to meet demand. So he had to build factories elsewhere. And he made the correct decision. China, because and, that's where the pollution and goes. And some factors are here, and that's the point. The point is not bring all of them back, but to bring manufacturing back here as well. It's we need to increase. But those go hand in hand. In you, you bring them back when you bring back manufacturing. That's you bring manufacturing back. Exactly the point. It's like yes, there is a Tesla factory here. There is one elsewhere. So we need to have shirt manufacturers here as well as elsewhere. We need to have shoe manufacturers here as well as. Elsewhere, it's the idea is bring manufacturing back to the U.S. As in, you know what? It brings a trading agreement too. It's like, hey, you know what? China, we want better deals or we'll just use ours. You actually have something to bring to the negotiating table. It's, hey, you know, you don't want to put... How much better of a deal do you want than being able to get a quality product at a fraction of the price that, that we would be able to make it here, including the environmental price? Yes, I want to have a manufacturing plant here so I can choose... That, you know what, if you don't give me a better deal, I'll just build it at home. Yes, and now I'd like to introduce you to econ Economics 101, right? Yep. So you are speaking clearly from the point of view of an uninformed consumer as far as being informed about economics and manufacturing is concerned. Because you're saying, I want the factory here so I can negotiate a better deal with the China factory over there. But that's not how it works. If, if somebody were to build a factory here, yeah. Just for your benefit as the consumer or a body of consumers to get okay. a better price with China, now that factory is going to suffer because all they're being used for is a bargaining token. No one's actually buying their products. So they go out of business anyways. Or you can choose if they have robotics in place and the ability to manufacture it at a good cost. It can run and you may choose it. What you're talking about is just negating the success no of a potential. No one's going to build the factory on a you may choose it when China's just going to lower their price another $10 anyways. But here's the anyways. thing. Any company right now can choose to do that. The billion-dollar companies can choose to do it. But they don't and, because they know that they have the, the, the better deal and, over there and, and that as now, soon as they do it, they're going to lose their customer And now base. they're thinking about it. 
And that's my point. My point they're is not have the conversation. About it. They're not thinking about it. They're being held at gunpoint by the government because all the, the crazy mobs are, are asking for, for manufacturing to be so, brought back here. So how is the government going to make it so that these plants when they're over here make a profit? Do I get to write it off in taxes? Because if that's the case, I'm on board for it then too. No, they're going to have to institute a form of socialism and protectionism and things that, that are a detriment to society overall. Well, from a business perspective, how does that benefit me? If it does benefit me as a businessman, again, bring it over here. Okay, number one, as a businessman, it does not benefit you at all. Those are the ones that are fighting against this because they don't want this to actually happen. And, and you know, as a consumer, you get a short-term benefit, and then you get, you know, imprisonment, uh, socialism, uh, starvation, and everything after the fact bring it on. I say, at the end of the day, bring some manufacturing back. It's simple. Even if, as I said, we already, we've already made the statement or within the country that things of importance, such as defense, such as weapons, vehicles, etc., we do manufacture over here. We don't send that elsewhere. We actually don't manufacture and them in the way that you're imagining. We assemble them. We design them. We use global parts, and then we build them here we assemble them at, at a at a local area so that that no one other country is aware of the entire design of the weapon that we're manufacturing. The the, the whole distributed there manufacturing you go. thing. So what you're so bring more manufacturing plants that assembles things to the U.S. Well, I don't care about that. But, but that's bringing manufacturing. No, that's back. not manufacturing. Absolutely, at all. it is. No. That doesn't bring with it the pollution. You just said manufacturing the weapons. No, no. It is manufacturing. I told you that they're not manufacturing it the way you that they're You make someone manufacture the parts, then you bring it back here and you put it together exactly. and you manufacture the products from the parts. We assemble it like, like an Ikea furniture. It's a manufacturing plant, so bring that back. It's... It's don't. We don't have to bring it back. We have that already. Only in some cases. 99% of the products that you see that say made in USA, they have a little asterisk there because what they're telling you is that it was assembled here from global components. Absolutely. The actual product was manufactured in China and it was shipped here and then somebody just, you know. The final product was manufactured here. Was I think assembled that's a good here. first step. It's not to a first bring step it back. Because I, we I already, like that idea. It's not a first step because we already have it here. And listen, just like what they're talking about is bringing back the actual manufacturing. What here. we're talking about is bringing back manufacturing. And if it's a start to just say, hey, bring the pieces and the Tesla plant here just puts them together. It manufactures the car from the parts manufactured elsewhere. But we're... I'm fine with that. Yes, that's fine. You're fine with that. Good, so you're on board on bringing that kind of manufacturing back Hold then. on, let me finish, right? Okay. So you're fine with that, except that we already have that here, and that's not what they're talking about bringing back here. Those are what's called assembly plants. What they're talking about is bringing manufacturing plants here, the ones that actually you know, melt the metal and form ingots and bars and products and, and the ones that, that process chemicals and pollute the air. That's what they're talking about listen, bringing back here. Listen, they're we talking already about have all plants. the types. And I'm saying we start with the assembly plants, which are considered manufacturing What do you mean plants? start? I already explained to you, we have them here. We don't have all of them. We yet. have all of them. We don't have... Assembly parts for your fish oil. Simple bottling plants don't even exist anymore. Listen to we me very carefully. Leatherman tools. 
assembled here in America. Yes. Okay? Most uh, cars assembled here in Agreed. America. Agreed. Exactly. And they call those manufacturing plants. No, the assembly, it's an assembly line, line is seen it's an assembly as line. most people as manufacturing. So when you're talking to the society at large and you're telling them you're bringing manufacturing here, that's what they're thinking Listen, about. I don't that's care. what people want back. I don't care about your... As, as a society misunderstanding of the term manufacturing You're and in this society. So you what need I'm to speak what this society speaks. When everybody's outside protesting that they want their factories back here, they don't want to melt ingots here. No, that's what they want the cars made here. They well, want then, the shirts well, made then, here. Listen, they I want hate the to break shoes it to you. made I here. I hate to break it to you that those manufacturing facilities, as you like to call them, which they're not, are already here. They want more back here. There's no so, there such the, thing as more back here. They want more here. Absolutely. They don't. They're, they're already here. No. Yes. Not all of them. Any new startup uh -huh. will start with what is properly termed as an assembly plant. Because no startup on a shoestring budget, like, like let's say a mom and pop shop, none of them are going to just open up a huge manufacturing facility that deals with, you know, rhodium screens to make sulfuric acid Absolutely. And, and all sorts of stuff like that. They're going to start by saying, this is the finished product that, that we've designed. Yep. And we're going to order these products to be manufactured in China, yep. shipped to us in, in, you know, it's cheaper to have them shipped to us in different little pieces. And then, you know, mom and pop here are just going to sit down and we're going to just go click and put in this little screw and put it in this little cardboard box and put on this little sticker. And here, we've assembled it in America. That's not true. That's exactly what they do. That's not true. When I started mine, you also get it assembled over there. Like, who cares? You don't put made in or anything anywhere. You just ship it off. You, when Dell started, what were they doing? You ordered it. It was manufactured and assembled in China and then shipped to your house. You wanted to return it? You returned it to China. You didn't even return it to, to anywhere in the U.S. You returned it back where it was made. So assembly Remember. is also over there. And that's why I'm saying to you, Remember. people see assembly and manufacturing as the same thing. A lot of those examples that you gave me were actually assembled here. Dell, uh, Apple, things like that. They're not fully boxed and packaged and everything over there because it's cheaper to ship it overseas with minimal packaging. So they, they do assembly here. Number two, just because they have the option to assemble it over there doesn't mean that you can't start up your business right next door to them and say, hey, I'm going to assemble it here. The reason you don't assemble it here if you opt to go that route is because you'd rather spend your, your resources and time doing something else or you got a better deal assembling it over there or you felt better about the, the, the reduction in, in uh, pollution here by having it assembled over there. But we do have assembly here in America to the point where they had to make uh, uh, provisions to be able to still say that something was made in this country just because part A and part B were smushed together within this yeah. country. It's only for companies that like to have that whole Made in USA brand that will do the assembly over here. But for the most part, and I, you can research it, Dell did have assembly and everything done else. Most of them have the assembly and everything done in China, in which case the assembly line as well as the, the melting and everything, that's all considered manufacturing. So they're trying to bring back and you realize, start with the assembly here. It's a good start. Listen, that, that's wrong. But you realize, of course, that China doesn't do everything from soup to nuts either, right? It's not a one-stop shop for everything. 
they do purchase raw materials from around the world, including America. We do send them steel, silver, absolutely. gold. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we have a great system where the majority of the pollution ends up in one spot. Like an animal pooping in the so, corner. Exactly. So here's the thing. Have China melt the stuff down and continue destroying their pollution, polluting their environment and pooping in that corner. And then, once the poop's done, take the materials, send it here, have our manufacturing plants assemble it. Everybody wins. The pollution and the okay. poop stays over there. The assembly I, manufacturing plants stay over here. I, I understand what's happening here. So you've lost the argument and you're just no. choosing to misuse the word manufacturing no. in it's order to the work entire, around the solution. The entire process from getting the raw materials to the final product is all manufacturing. No. Yes, it is. No. Manufacturing Absolutely. is making something. Exactly. Once it's made, it's been manufactured. So this cell phone, once it's at its end, it's now a cell phone, it's turned on, it's everything. This is manufactured. There's a reason, working. There's a reason we have two words, and they say manufacturing and assembly. And then if you buy something at Ikea, it's already been manufactured, but it says some assembly required by the end user. So you're not manufacturing it when you assemble it in your house. It's already been built. The hard part has already been done. The complicated stuff, the stuff that pollutes the environment, the heavy machinery stuff, the manufacturing has been completed. Some assembly, however, is required. And assembly doesn't really pollute. So, you know, we already have assembly facilities here. If you want to make more of them or bring more back or whatever you're talking about, fine. That has nothing to do with what, what we're saying here. The argument is whether or not we want manufacturing back in America. And we, whoever can think two steps ahead, does not want it back here. We absolutely do. No. We absolutely do. We want the assembly first, and then, of course, we want to manufacture here, too. At the end of the day... Okay, well, if we start manufacturing it here... By the way, everybody, we're still in the middle of this, you know, COVID pandemic. So if we bring manufacturing back here, prepare to have to upgrade your masks because you're not going to be blocking out just virus particles. You're going to be blocking out all the pollutants as well. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe we'll turn Puerto Rico into our manufacturing location. Well, then you're not bringing it back here. <laughs> that, that is a U.S. territory. It's a territory, but it's not America. And maybe we will then find some boondocks in the middle. Let's do... Let's... You know what? Let's just throw why, it in Texas. Why do you want to disadvantage let's the already disadvantaged society? <laughs> let's throw it into Texas. Because it will provide them with jobs... And then from the the income generated, well, there can be less Texas disadvantage. Is, Texas is awesome. They they will handle the problem. <laughs> they will manufacture a rocket to put all of that pollution in and send it right back to China with a huge star on it. <laughs> you see, no, it it hasn't even been a full podcast, and you're already thinking solutions. I like that. This is why I'm saying to you, we can absolutely bring back manufacturing here, load the pollutions on a rocket, and ship it back over yeah, there. Yeah, so why not just leave it where it is and, and have the pollution where it's going to stay Because you have jobs here for people while they're manufacturing Yes, it. but everything that you're saying results in a temporary effect that is then... Totally you know, negated you know by all the You're disastrous effects. You're worried about effects. the pollution. And I'm, you know what? That's future use problem. Don't even worry about that right now. Let's bring the manufacturer in here. We work best when under pressure. So when we start destroying the environment, that's when America really comes together and fixes problems. Yes, we fix the problem. Like, 
decades ago when we took manufacturing and put it in China. No, and then we're going to bring it back, and this time we're going to make it green. And then we're going to stop developing other countries. Listen, you can paint the manufacturing uh, uh, plants whatever color you want. It doesn't make it environmentally yeah. friendly. Yeah, yeah, it does. You know what? Different, different types of energetics, etc. We can absolutely make it more, more environmentally friendly. And we have the control over it and the ability to implement that change when it's here more than we do when it's in some other country. How do you make it more environmentally friendly than zero environmental impact? Well, there is nothing right now with zero environmental yes, impact. there is zero American environmental impact okay, now by American, manufacturing it in China. I like how you slip the American environmental But that's what we're talking impact. about is moving it. We're just it. talking about environmental impact. So if we can bring it down to zero environmental impact, and I like where your mind we went. We did. No, we can bring it down to zero. We as Americans no, did bring it down to zero. We can make zero. it to global zero environmental impact. Because you know what, man? It's not even okay that we're dumping all our shit in some other country's corner. That's messed up, too. What do you mean? They appreciate it. They had a lot of land that could be used for, for that storage of, of, the, yeah, of the pollutants. Mm -hmm. And they needed the economic growth. Yep. And they appreciate that because now most Chinese are, are living a modern life where they have offices and air conditioning and stuff like that. So manufacturing there, even though we have some pollution... It increases the quality of the life of the citizens. For that country. Exactly. Because mm -hmm. they had the extra space to Absolutely. put the pollution. We don't have the extra space anymore. The entire United States can fit in Texas. We've got the space. No. That, that is a fallacy. So as a sidetrack, I will explain that to everybody. When people say that, that the human population can fit in the state of Texas... They, they don't know what they're talking about. They mean physically, yes. If yes. you put us all in like a sardine can, yep. you can fit humanity in Texas. But for each one person that is alive, you need acres of land in order to sustain that life for food, for product manufacturing, for water uh, purification. You cannot fit humanity in Texas and sustain them in, in a... No, we weren't talking about sustaining. We're just explaining space. So well, we listen, you, have you, the can, space for you can cremate all of humanity and fit us in like a big, you know, five-gallon tub. We do have the space for it. And as I said, we already have the factories in disrepair. Let's go, let's repair them, and let's start manufacturing again. I mean, it's pretty simple. And, hey, you know what else is the beauty which we need to think of on a global scale? And it might get our podcast delisted to say this, but it's all this shit in China that gave us this pandemic that we're in right now. So maybe we need to not be pooping in one location. Maybe we need to bring it back here where the pollution isn't ending up back in the mouths of people and then coming back into this country or any other country. It's never a good idea to spread the poop, which is why they have the saying, when the poop <laughs> hits the fan, right? Because yep. that's a bad time. Once it hits the fan and it goes everywhere, it becomes a much larger mess to deal with. And that's what happened. Look on the mess we're in right now. We had the poop located in one location, but unfortunately the products that come from all that poop is globally dispersed at that Which point. Which is awesome. And as a result, the bacteria and the diseases that came from that was also dispersed. And now we're all running around with a okay. mask on. Let's be clear. Okay, because... We're, we're going to go with what the government says, Yeah, though we don't but believe we all of it. But we also can't mention but let's the be clear. name of the thing. Whatever, yeah. but let's be clear. It was spread, according to the government, by people. Because according to the government, 
It doesn't last too long or is easily spread by surfaces or food or things like that. So it's not the product's fault. It's the people's fault because they get on a plane and they go and they do tourism and they go places. So again, no, we should keep the poop in one place. It's, it's a happy place for the poop. It's, it's happy there. Everybody else is happy around the world. And even China is dealing with the poop in a professional manner. It keeps it in, in that location and it, it, it's developing giant air filters for their cities so that they don't have to deal with the air pollutants or anything like that. And they're even recycling some of the poop so that it, it, it can be used in, in further products made from, from that material. And it's everybody's winning. Meanwhile, we're free to explore alternatives. We can build the windmills with things manufactured Absolutely. from China. Yep. We can build the battery plants with materials that came from China. We can, you know, build the uh, the giant hydrodynamic turbine with turbine that came from China. You know, we can do all of these things. We design them here, we use them here, but we build them somewhere else and, and we let them... Look, China is excellent at dealing with pollutants. That's what they specialize in. That's why we send it to them. You know what? And we should bring them back over here. Let's start thinking manufacturing but again. But we're not skilled in handling pollutants. That's like saying, you know... The, the 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 champion six gun shooter who handles his his revolvers we're not skilled in what who, in handling pollutants okay. who's very skilled with his revolvers that he should hand his revolver to a five year old kid you yeah. know just to spread the wealth around like you know no what? just like when we sent our engineers and designers and everybody over there to help with the manufacturing so let's bring their poop specialists over here to to bring us up to speed on how to deal well, remember with we don't want to do that because it's the people that spread the disease that let's, started over there let's use a zoom and have one of those meetings where we they can can't tell us. use zoom <laughs> Because Zoom has all sorts of security issues with it, you know, that, that lets your, your private data go public. The, we don't mind if the world learns how to handle poop correctly. That's, that's, a, that's a whole public announcement then. That's a PSA for the entire world. Where Once they hack into it, they can all learn listen, how to deal with listen, poop. Listen, you're, you're, you're breaking the, the tenement that says, you know, if, if it's not broken, don't fix it. We have a great solution that, that gives we us... We have a solution. That gives us near zero pollutants where we live and most of the world as well. And we've isolated the pollutants in one locale. No. At the end of the day, we do have a problem. And there's, it's the same problem that we see in computer systems. It's the same thing. We don't want all our eggs in one basket. We have to bring some manufacturing over here. I absolutely think that as a country, we need to have some manufacturing over here. Do I think we take all manufacturing from China? No, I don't think so. But sometimes, we do take some. Sometimes it's good to have all your eggs in one basket. If the eggs are radioactive and the basket is an expertly crafted lead-lined you know, material, then why, why risk cracking open that basket to separate the eggs and spread the radiation around? So that you have two of those radioactive radioactive protection okay, basket. So make another basket in the same room that it's already no, in. No, that's the problem. You always want it in two different locations. That's the beauty of it. Listen. You listen, always want it we in We want it in locations. one spot because in, in the unlikely event that aliens come to this planet and they, they zap one location to steal all the resources from that one spot and it happens to hit China, at least we can get rid of all of our pollutants at once. You know what? At the point of aliens, we can end it there. 
Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf, or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?